Welcome to our podcast, Love Conquers. It's where Matt and I talk through 22 years of lived experience. We're not subject matter experts by any case, but we do try and we have a shite load of history. So come with us on the journey while we talk through all our ups and downs, our opinions for whatever they're worth and suggestions on how maybe we might be able to help you get through the bumps and hurdles along the way. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Love Conquers podcast, the podcast where you usually get your weekly dose of maybe I'm not the strangest guy here. Why did you say usually? Yeah, because last week was a bit of a fuck around, so we um, endeavoured in every ants in every instance to get a podcast done and produced and out and we just done just fucked done up. didn't make the time. Is there a dog still in this room? I honestly thought I heard growling. No, <laughs> I think it's grinding of the oh, trees grinding the on trees the other up property. The property. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> there's a little bit of behind behind the scenes m- magic there for everyone. Like there's a dog growling in the background. No, no I don't not. believe so. I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's the grinding, not the growling. And yeah, last week just got way too hectic, way too busy, and we just didn't find time. Yeah, it didn't. Like, and the initial recording we did do, and I'll own that one too. Like, I came to a real low energy and. We di- I didn't match your energy, and so then that sent it sent us into like just a bad chemistry on the thing, and so. And you know what that means, right? What's that? Means twenty three years in. Yeah. And we can still sometimes just fuck it up and get it wrong. Yeah, because they have a listen to us now. It's like fucking audio magic right now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're equal in our energy. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Hey. Like it's um. And I don't think there's nothing you'd done wrong on that week. Like, and I know this is probably not the topic. This is not the topic for today, but I think it's it's worthwhile yeah, but talking it's good about. To clear the air, right? Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, no, I didn't do anything wrong, but I don't think you did anything wrong either. I put up a post yesterday, and I stand by it. You show up every day, yep. and some days for you are way harder than other days. But you show up every day. You showed up on the day for the podcast. Yeah. It wasn't the right day. It wasn't the right time for us to sit down and record because it just wasn't. Yeah. And sometimes that's got to be okay. Yeah. But you show up every day. You showed up and we're back here again today and you've showed up. <laughs> so I'm all good. <laughs> no, fair play. All right. So the topic I thought, like we were discussing things last week or over the last two weeks now. And we sort of had like a bit of um, a back and forth <laughs> about sorry. things. We discuss this every day, let's be honest. Well, yeah, okay, obviously but yeah, we've discussed yes. it a couple of times as being a hot topic for an episode in our podcast. Yeah, we figured like we've done some stuff there where there's been a lot of like, you know, emotional intelligence sort of stuff we've been discussing or people in, in crisis and whatnot. And it thought you thought it might be nice just to bring a little bit of levity back to the world that is Love Podcast. Love Conquers podcast. We just wanted to have a bit of a laugh. And, and you know, in doing that, there's going to be some things that we throw out today that are in absolute all seriousness. But if you don't laugh about this topic, then I reckon this topic could almost break you. Yeah. You've got to find the funny side to this. Yep. So what, are, what, what is our topic today, Maestro? So I've loosely titled this one as the 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not about the you, you. No, it's, it's about, about the little you. The little yous. And so we thought, well, you know, we'd have a bit of a laugh at just all the shit that we have to deal with on a daily basis that every other parent goes, I know, right? What the fuck? Like, oh, the fucking fuck. Sorry, I know I broke the fuck meter, but still, 
That's what kids drive you to. Absolutely. It's <laughs> 10 things I hate being about a parent mm. because we all love our kids. Like I don't think there is a parent I know alive today that would stand there and go, I don't love my children. No. Of course we love our kids. Oh, there kids. might be some. I yeah, mean, okay. Well, not that I know. Some... Not in our Right. Right. And there's probably some kids out there that deserve to be hated. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in all honesty, being a parent's hot. Yeah, I reckon that was a growl, not a grind. There's definitely a dog in this room. <laughs> He's behind you. Yeah, see, I fucking knew it. Uno momento, por favor. Fucking dogs. Okay, so now that the dogs really are gone out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> let's go back to our topic of subject. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't think I don't think being a parent is easy, and I don't think there is a structured set of rules that makes it easy. I think every parent, to the best of their ability, is treading water. Yeah, I think so. I think because you know we don't have that download of information there to just go. This, this is what to expect, and you know some people write books and stuff. Some people read those books and think that's how you parent. And that's probably wrong, you know, so maybe not, but yeah. So well, nevertheless, you know, we all get through it somehow or another, but nevertheless, I feel like we're talking about the things that are going on more and more. So now we thought we might talk about and laugh together with our friends out there in the listening world. <laughs> and, and, you know, look, a lot of what we're going to talk about today is derived from listening to our friends go, kid X did this and I'm, you know, I'm at a loss or I, I can't do this or I can't. And we sit there and look at them and go, mm-hmm, we, we get you, we hear it, we agree wholeheartedly and not, none of us have got the absolute answer that works because every kid that comes through the equation, right, has a different personality and yeah. we see it just here with our three that – yeah, they're night and day. Yeah, definitely, because you've got the you've got multiple things there too. Like you've got the the order in which you were born, which tends to, as like you know, anecdotally, we would see that you know you can tell a kid when they're the first kid born or the second kid born. Third can be a bit of a mixture, but it's quite obvious to us anyway. And then on top of that, they've got all these other little things going on. Because I used to hate my brother because he got to do everything first, right? Yeah. But then in the same equation, I know that the baby is babied. Always, like it doesn't yep. matter which way you go. There's always that element in there. So there is an argument to be said that there's there's the older child that gets to lead and do everything first, but they also have the most responsibility because yep. they are the oldest child. There's the middle child who just has to sit on the fence entirely, never anything new, never the last to anything. And then there's the third one that's just spoiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That's it too. You know, like that's, and, and you know, you can't fix that for somebody because that's just a lot. In the way it yeah, is, so it's just, just like, fuck, deal with it, bro. <laughs> hey, like, just deal with it. And there's good and bad to all of those. I think you know. I think that being the first to be able to do everything first is is very complimentary to being the eldest child. Yeah. Um, and it's very rotten when the youngest that you're watching all these people, and it's hard to understand as the youngest child too. Why is she getting to go off and do all that right now, and I can't go? Why can she go and do those things? Well, you're not old enough. Yeah. But I I understand it. I can see it. I can relate to it. 
No, but what you don't understand hmm. is that you don't have the maturity levels yet to handle it. And how do you explain that to a child? Oh, um, you, you can't. Fine, and right? you can't certainly say to them, look, you know, because you're the youngest and your sisters have already been down this path, you're probably going to get access to it a lot earlier than they did. So just be chill because you got it better than them. But they don't, you know, they're not going to see that. It's like right now's not the time. Yeah, that's right. And I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, I just want it now. So. With that in mind, and that's going to kick me off with one of the first things that I've got here on my little list of reasons to hate people. Mm-hmm. Um, just little people, just little people. Oh, uh-huh. all right, children. children. Well, oh, you just mean like people in general? Oh, no, God, here we no, go. No, no. I've got to see how I sit into your category. Hmm, <laughs> 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 that's dodgy. No, we'll just stick it to the mums and the dads. Then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my first one is, hey, Dad, if I eat. Insert word, will I die? (laughs) And your question is? Have you already put it in your mouth? (laughs) Yes. To which case is, well then, you're either definitely going to die or you're definitely not. And either way, we're going to find out. (laughs) And so the solution to that is? Not let it just live on that (laughs) precipice for a few hours, eh? (laughs) That's definitely our middle child. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the middle one. And like, it's like, well, can we short, can we shortcut this process here a little bit and go, before I put something in my mouth, I might ask this one question, seeing as I'm now so concerned about this, but we never seem to get there. We're like, hmm, that looks, that looks like that'd be so taste worthy right now. Yeah, there's, there's that learning curve of preemptive versus reactive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you like just like if you're so worried about dying. Yeah, maybe ask me before yeah. you put it in your mouth. Don't put it in and your mouth. And if it's not food, just, you definitely don't put it in your mouth. Hey, like you know, don't find th- and it, if it's found, don't put it in your mouth. That would be the other well, one. I get toddlers, right? I get toddlers picking up shit and putting it in their mouth. But why does that continue with older children? Why yep. do kids still put shit in their mouth that doesn't belong in their mouth? Oh, and it's pens, pens. <laughs> yep, yep. And there could be a, t- a team of people like sitting around them going, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! No, you're still doing it. Yeah. You're still, it's still going close to your mouth. Stop it! Stop it right now!" And they'll be like, uh, I can't oh, not. Was you telling me not to? <laughs> no, no, but then you get into trouble it. if you say do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look the, what you did to me. <laughs> no. How does a parent win in that one? No, there's no win. There's no, no. win. We just have to paint. That's one of the, that's, <laughs> that's my biggest. That's my number one. There's no win. <laughs> no, there's no win. If you're looking to win parent, the fact that they're alive and maybe still talk to you, yep. then that's your win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's a heartbeat an hour later and we're doing okay. So the lesson there is, you know, trying to educate them to be a little bit more proactive <laughs> in their questioning as opposed to <laughs> after the equation. Can and we I, check this out? You know, I reckon every parent out there can nod to that. Yep. All right, number 100%. two. This one will go into a – this will be one that dads get. This is a real dad thing to say. It's like – Fuck, were you born in a tent? Can you close the doors? Why is everybody's lights on in the house when it's daytime? <laughs> <laughs> I don't reckon that's a dad thing. I reckon I, I have the whole, I have it because I hate flies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So flies are an absolute pet hate for me. And if the air con's on in the house, shut the damn door. But with that goes the slam. Yeah, slam it. Just Yeah, we'll slam everything. Oh, man, honestly, I'm surprised our sliding glass door is still standing. I really am. And somebody said to me the other day, you know, you can put a slower thing down on that. And I instantly responded with, 
Or my child could just not slam the door. Yeah, there you go. Like, why why are we coming up with, like, feats of engineering here to account for shitty behaviour? It's like, no. So my kid can continue to slam the door and it doesn't break. I want my kid not to slam the door. Yeah, but then, you know, you got the other thing is too, because we've got three Wreck-It Ralphs and they'll just be like, oh, well, let's see how long this soft closer lasts for. (laughs) Bang, 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 bang. It's like not fucking soft, soft anymore, is it? But I do have to enjoy the fact, like speaking of doors, and I know it's probably a sidestep here, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) So (laughs) one of our kids got busted the other week and we removed the bedroom door. And, and, you know, there was a couple of other things that went along with the punishment as well. So she lost devices and all the rest. But it was a really interesting process watching her work really hard. The important thing that she wanted back was the door. Yep. Out of everything that went through that whole process, can I have my door back? Can I have my door back? Can I have my door back? And when I finally got down to the nitty gritty of it, it's like, why are you so desperate for your door back? What's the go here? She goes, so you can't see the mess behind it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. It's like, And the first thing I said to her when I put it back on was like, hey, I've noticed you've really maintained your room well this week. And the condition of having this door back now is that that will continue. So we'll watch this space because I don't like our chances. But. No, that's a continuing <laughs> battle. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree. The, the whole, you know, shut the door behind you, close the door nicely behind you, children. So lovely. Um, and turn, turn shit off. Like if you're not using it, turn it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I'm a bit guilty of You're completely I, guilty yeah. of that. You completely. I did say at the very start of this, this doesn't seem to be 10 things mm. that you hate about children. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like if it's happening, any, I think any adult that's paying for all the resources in the house has the right to waste them as they frivolously feel because it's their money. But then the trouble is it's just like, ah, fuck, now they're just doing it because they're seeing me do it. I And <laughs> that's, that's my whole <laughs> argument. I have this real problem in my head. I have two problems in my head about being a parent. One is I have this horrible awakening moment when I start down a tangent with my children and halfway through my whole head is screaming at me going, you sound like your mother. You sound Mm. like your mother. Ah! (laughs) Everything I've said I would never, ever do and I sound like my mother. But at least now I have a very healthy respect of understanding why she said the things she said yeah. when I was a child because <laughs> I'm now doing the exact same thing and kids will be kids, right? So I, I have that issue. But I also then there's the other side of the fence too that goes, I'm going to tell you kids that not turning lights off is really bad and all the rest of it and then I'm not going to turn the light off. Yeah. <laughs> I have a big head struggle with that. In So I get this whole guilt thing going on when I'm saying turn oh. your lights on. And then there's that guilt thing that I'm looking at my children as they look at me and they're not going to say, but you don't. And I know that that's what they're thinking. Yeah. So here's, and, and the way I reckon you negate that guilt factor there, and it's not necessarily taking away the situation or your behavior, but you just negate the guilt so that you don't have to deal with it. And that is that <laughs> <laughs> you just go, look, I'm human too. So you need to help me. By showing me how to do it right. Lead the way, little people. (laughs) Instill in them the virtue (laughs) of setting the example. And if I leave the light on, turn it off for me. It'd be really helpful. There you go. So good. And no need to remind me 10 times today what you did for me about turning that one light off because I don't care anymore. (laughs) I'm going to try that. I'm going to so try that. All right. All right. Number two. Three. Number three. Number three. We're on to a third one. Yep. So. 
is it can I flood the entire bathroom or cover the entire mirror in toothpaste? <laughs> and again, 14, 13 and 10 and still can't keep soap and toothpaste oh. off the mirror. Oh, fuck, man. We had, when we had adult children in the house, they couldn't fucking manage to do it either. It's like, Jesus Christ. Our our ensuite ensuite mirror never has that. No. You go past the main bathroom mirror. Covered. Covered. Yeah. But but every every kid's bathroom that I see is like that. Absolutely. I don't. Is there this intricate thing in a kid's mind that goes, I have toothpaste. I can see my reflection, and therefore I must touch my reflection with the toothpaste. Like. What is the driving? I think I think it's that they like to see when they're brushing their teeth, and so they open their mouth wide, and then every time they're actually, whereas adults will tend to have more of a, a closed lips over their mouth when they're trying to brush their teeth because they don't want to make a mess. So when when do you mature to that closing your mouth while you brush your teeth kind of process? Somewhere between then, like brushing your teeth and spraying it everywhere, and the time you realise that it's actually more efficient to just brush your teeth in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> And you stop doing it. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's people that don't brush their teeth in the shower and still don't end up with this shit all over the mirror. So there, there's got to be a sweet spot where children <laughs> kind of go, oh, I don't like that don't mess like anymore. That Therefore, mess there. or it can even see it. This is the other thing. So yeah, yeah. we have three girls, right? And all three girls on varying levels are into their appearance and da, 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 da. This is their one central mirror. This is the place that they all go to check themselves out and do whatever. How do they see themselves through the mirror? Oh, they don't, but they just, oh, sorry. They, they can still see the spots and stuff like that. But the trouble is then girls, girls would, I feel like little girls are only interested in it being everybody else's fault. Oh yeah. <laughs> and my sisters, my sisters did that. And now I just got to deal with it, but I'm not cleaning it because that's them. So, I, well, you probably all did it, didn't you? Yeah. I always say it's the fairies. Oh, mm. look, the fairies have been again. Damn Incredible. fairies. <laughs> But it's like you with the windscreen wiper on a car, though. You can drive when that thing is filthy as. There's no, I mean, I can't say it the best of times, but driving a car, I need my windscreen to be clean and clear so yeah, I can yeah. see out it. How do you see through the filth? Oh, admittedly, because I've driven in some really shitty conditions under really shitty circumstances. And so for me, I just go, like, it doesn't even, I don't even see it. Like, I'm just like, I've got to see what's out on the road more than I need to see the dust. But I reckon that's the mentality of the yeah, kid. I've got to is. see my reflection more than I care about the mess on the yep. mirror. I wouldn't be surprised. And kids are always so fast. Like, everything is fast, fast, fast. Yeah. You know, um, unless it's something they don't want to do, in which case it's three times as long as it should be. Yeah, I, it amazes me our three children's ability to seem to not see mess, to yeah. not see yeah. that that is right in front of them, and step over it. But <laughs> I also have said that about you for the mm. longest of times too. So I wonder how much of this is actually a genetic thing. Oh, look, I think yeah, I think if you if you're a person that is trying, you know, like if you're refresh rate is really fast, then I think there's a higher tendency to look over the top of these things a lot more. Like I noticed too, when you're, you know, sometimes when I sit down and go, Hey, your refresh rate is too fast for me right now. And I can't stay on the track of your thinking Yeah, and that, but I also noticed too, when those moments happen, those are the moments where you'll pile stuff up on the bench with every intention. Like there's no malice in it, it, but to come back to it, to sort it out and get, and then 
you know, something will happen or something will happen or you get to the end of the day and you're like, I'm fucking wrecked and you go to bed. But, you know, I think it's that speed. So whenever we're at that high tempo, it's so easy to negate and overlook the little things that are not war stoppers and I'll come back to those because they're easy to come back to. But it's just Maybe we need to put our kids end. through meditation for like an hour every morning and slow them down. I think we would just put them through mediation maybe and make them <laughs> fucking pay us. I don't know. <laughs> it's $5 every time your refresh rate's too fast. <laughs> the only name. problem with that is that it's our money that we're taking back off them. So yeah, there's no yeah, real win no, in that equation. No win. Like, it's sort of circular economics. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's the American Except for money Willow who is, has a job. Yes, so we, we can, you know, we, we can make her pay on, on behalf one. of her sisters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, let's have a look at the next one. All right, one. next. So... I'm going to make this job that I don't like take three times as long and I'm going to do it worse than if you did it. I worked myself. I cleaned myself all all the the way way into into a mess. mess. (laughs) (laughs) It's like asking any one of our kids. You say, go clean up your room. Now, looking at that room at that particular instance, there's probably three or four things on their floor and a couple of things on their shelves that need to be sorted. 30 seconds worth of work. 30 minutes later, you can't see their floor. You can see every shelf because it's empty and everything that was up and put away neatly is now on the floor. With the mess. With the mess. (laughs) And you look at them as if to go, what the fuck were you thinking? And before you have a chance to say anything, they go, you told me to clean my room. No, I didn't tell you to make a bigger mess. I asked yeah. <laughs> you to just tidy it up. What are we doing? Oh, well, I decided that it needed more and now I've got to restructure it. And then the beds all get changed and the furniture gets yep. re- Like it's a no-win situation for me at that point. And it's only marginally better than it was when they I started. <laughs> <laughs> there is no end in this chase. There's no end. <laughs> I'm going to get three caravans and make them move out onto the farm. Oh, if only, yeah. I reckon just stake them out in holes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, go. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, I don't, I don't get that. The whole, you know, go do something. It's literally going to take you three minutes to get it done. Get it done right. But an hour later, oh, it's... we've we've gone ten steps backwards. Like, how do you find? It's like go clean up the dog poo in the paddock. Go in the house yard. All right, cool. I swear <laughs> they get the scooper. And they walk around and make cloud pictures in their mind. Yep. All the poo's on the ground. They're looking up at the sky, spinning the scooper around in yep, their arm something like that. as they walk laps up and down the house yard. And then maybe get two or three. We have two dogs. There's a lot of poop. They'll pick up two or three, throw it over into the geese paddock and walk away like job done. Yep. Because <laughs> here's the secret, right? If you leave a poo long enough, the grass grows up around it and then dad just hits it in the mower. Uh, fucking Dad's reaching. And the dad's covered in shit and it's fucking lovely. Love it. <laughs> and I don't even know if the kids get to that logic. No. No. I just think they just go out in their own little world. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got a job to do and yeah. I don't really want well, to do it. Well, this is all I can do. And the clouds are really pretty. <laughs> I picked up our dog poo. Yeah. The end. Yep. <laughs> The next one I've got running down here is, what's for dinner? Oh, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the standard answer for me is chook poo. Yeah. Standard, what's for tea? Chook poo. 
Or I, you know, the part I hate about that with the kids for like our eldest is 14. For 14 years when you are in the home, when you're not out for work, whatever, but historically and majority of the time, you are the chef. Yep. You are the meal preparation. You are the grocery purchaser. You determine what's in the house and what we're eating and et cetera and so forth. Now that, that landscape doesn't change. No. That stays the same all the time. And any one of those three kids at least once or twice a week will come and ask me something about meal preparation, meals, yeah. what are we doing, et cetera. And my standard response never changes. When was the last time you saw me in the kitchen? <laughs> oh, why are you asking me these questions? Because I don't know where dad is. Okay, that's a separate issue. Yeah. <laughs> that does not fast track the question to me because my response is going to be what? And they all go, go ask dad. Mm. Yes. Yeah, who would have thought? I know. What a way to deal with that situation, talk Landscape to the person. doesn't change yeah. people. They just want a way to try and work around me, that's all. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I, and I've come to that conclusion, right? They know your answer is going to be no to whatever their question is about <laughs> food. So they'll come and ask mum. Well, mum got real smart. Bro, yeah, I'm no. not in the kitchen. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not the person to ask this question. And well, I know because I get into trouble if I say the wrong answer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, but I've tried not to. Yeah, you do better at t- telling them not to be asking you and so you negate that situation. Yeah, because I yeah. used to answer it, right? I would answer yeah, it. And go, yeah, like, oh, well, fuck, now then, I've got to deal with this. I know. <laughs> and then that would be cooking three different meals or something. That would be completely my fault because I've said yes to all three of them and really not put the dots together and, yeah. So my, my new rule of thumb is if it's Matt's landscape, <laughs> go find dad. Yeah. That works. All right. Nice. What's the next one? Next one. Extra syllables. How are? Extra syllables. Yep. <laughs> so every time a child is looking for something or someone or a thing, it gets an extra syllable. <laughs> dad. Or when they've got a problem with something, you know, like they'll just be like, Oh, no, I don't want to. Yeah, why? Why why does why have three syllables? Like, why? (laughs) Dad. Yeah, dad. It's real simple. (laughs) Why don't want to? Oh, oh, that's the other one. Don't do that. Yeah. And I, the other thing I love about the kids too is that you know when they're dobbing on their sibling without dobbing on their sibling because what was a very quiet communication between two people, don't do that. Stop it. I've asked three times. And they're yelling at the top of their lungs Mm. because they know one of us is going to interject. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess too, like in that instance too, if you've had to ask three times, then they're trying to escalate how kids play us. Yeah. No, they're escalating. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get it because you can't, if sometimes people can't be reasoned with and so you've got to step up to the big dog. Yeah, but, you know, when you and I are having a discussion, I don't scream waiting for one of the children to come in to up your ass. No. Like, they've got to sort this shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I get it. Like, fuck if only. Trouble is then you get Lord of the Flies and then, you know, one kid's dropping a rock on another kid's head and then there's another kid getting stabbed on the beach. It's fucking yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, we got we to pull, pull rank sometimes. <laughs> All right, next. Okay. We're leaving in five minutes, guys. Yes. <laughs> okay, is everybody ready? Yeah, cool. Let's get in the card. Wait. No, wait. I've just got to get this thing. 
Fuck, what, what possible fucking shit? You've had all the warnings in the world. Do you know what I've noticed about you, though? What's that? <laughs> we're leaving in five minutes. When they're little, we're leaving in five minutes. The older they get, the earlier your warnings start. They have to be. <laughs> we're leaving in 10 minutes. Now we've got two teenagers. We're leaving in 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you 20 minutes ago that we were leaving in 25 minutes. Now you got five. And we're still doing this. My problem. This conversation is still going. Like, and, and then a perfect example. So I'm in the office working yesterday, plotting away, doing stuff. They all are on their way to a music lesson. They all, bye, mum, bye, mum, bye, mum. Yep, yep, everybody's in the car. Car drives off. Car comes back. One child gets out. Car runs in the house. <laughs> Your twenty-five minute notice did nothing because oh, you still had to me. come back. <laughs> well, and that this one it leads into the next one is like, why can't I wear pajamas all day? And it, it was again because, despite the fact that it's on the routine written up on the fridge that the girls all have to do, and the fact that Dad has reminded her that she needs to go get changed, she's only changed half her clothes <laughs> and has still got some of her nightwear on, and it's like. Fuck, bro. Like, we've had lunch, we've done all this stuff, and you're still coming back to this situation. Yeah, yeah. And there is a bigger, I mean, my pet hate is our kids not defining their sleepwear and their everyday wear. That pajamas are pajamas are pajamas. They yep. are to be slept in. Please stop putting on t shirts and a pair of shorts to go to bed. Because when you wake up the next morning, you just think in your head. Yeah, you're already dressed. Yeah. Like, no people. If you wore it to bed, that is now your pajamas. Therefore, get dressed in the morning so you don't have to wear dirty clothes to bed. (laughs) (laughs) If only. And that's an ongoing argument, right? Pajamas. You have pajamas. If you don't have pajamas, come and talk to me and we'll organize pajamas. But pajamas are defined for a reason. Go have your shower, put on some pajamas, go to bed. Yeah. Just don't. Don't, Sleep in filth. Don't go. Well, they, 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 they'll put on clean clothes and go to bed. Yeah. They, yeah. No, they're clothes. They're daytime <laughs> clothes for a reason. Have, have your segregation. Identify it. That is what I sleep in. That is what I do not sleep in. There you go, everybody. So that's uh, Kaz and her final statement on more segregation. And uh, we'll see you after the lawyers finish with us. <laughs> I don't think the clothes are going to want to sue me, <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> but if they do, okay, I'm open to Let's it. Let's take it, fuckies. Fucking deal with the children then, cunts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next one is, and this is sort of lined in with clothing because everything's a handkerchief. Or a a hand sanitizing wipe process or a food collection yep. or a pen collection or a paint collection. Yeah, I mm. <sighs> I just want my three children to get to a point where they look in the mirror and go, Okay, I'm presentable. I'm neat, I'm tidy, I'm good, I'm <laughs> gonna leave for the day. What is it about our kids? that they can come to the front door ready to go, have stains and shit, and the clothes are clean, and I get it, they're clean. But why can't we just keep three shirts that we don't wear around the paddocks and collect goat poo and all the rest of it all over it and stain it all up and everything? Why can't we just three things? Well, because they're not our favourite clothes, so why would we wear them anytime? (laughs) (laughs) 
but it's not even the clothes, right? Like it's it's the walls, the couches, the you know, like kids will just wipe their face on everything, anything, yep. anything, and everything, and their hands. Like the you know, I so many times a day I hear. Get your hands off my walls because that's one of your pet hates. You yeah. hate seeing a kid walk. There. It doesn't matter what kid. Any kid comes into our house and puts their hands on our walls and you're up them. Yeah, because yeah, I know I've got Kaz coming behind in two weeks going, look at these greasy marks that are grown fucking <laughs> colours. Oh, you don't hate it just because I'm the real police. You don't like it because you don't like it either. <laughs> oh. I don't like because the work associated. <laughs> <laughs> to clean it. Yeah. <laughs> now you sound like the children. <laughs> I don't want to fucking have to walk behind. Well, and here's the thing, right? Like, why should I have to fucking clean up after every person that decides that their fun experience needs to be that they're running dirty hands but up the walls? why are you doing it? <laughs> why am I doing it? Yeah, why don't you make the children well, do it? in a perfect world you do, but you know, <laughs> ultimately I'm still an adult and I'm responsible for the house, so sometimes it's got to be me doing the job. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'd still make the children do it. Yeah, yeah. They're mixed results. But <laughs> 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 uh, So is this good or bad? And that's just for anything. <laughs> is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, life's a lot more complex than that, yeah, children. there's a bit of grey in the middle there. Sometimes things can be both good and bad and neither. <laughs> How nice would it be, though, really? I mean, thinking about how we perceived the world as a child mm. to now what we have to endure as adults, I, I'd embrace looking at the world through a kid's eyes again. Oh, it makes make a lot of things easier. Yeah. Everything's very, very simple. Yep. As adults, we overcomplicate so much so often. Yeah, well, we com we're so used to compromising, right? So kids generally aren't compromising because they start out as a baby where they just make noises until they get what they need. So therefore, there's no compromise in that situation. No, so it's just pushing, you know, pushing, pushing. We we get into our heads there, go like, "This is a really good person. I really like this person." But Jesus Christ, I wish he'd put away all his Nazi memorabilia. You know, like there's <laughs> there's going to be stuff in there. Like the dude might be the best person in the world, but he's got that one thing. Yeah. Or she's got that one thing that you're just like, that's really antisocial. I don't like that. So we compromise as adults in our head, whereas kids are just like. Black that's or white. A, that's a bad person or a good person. You know, like, yeah, he's a good person. Okay, but he's got all these Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, but, oh, well, he's still a good person. Yeah. Eh, is he though? Yeah, I think I like the kids simplistic looking at it. I don't, I don't. You know, for me, I don't know necessarily that it's black or white or, you yeah. know, good or bad. It's just a very simplistic yes. look. Yeah, I like it too. And it's, it's I I want, I, I don't even think they differentiate between the need and the want. It's just, I see this, therefore, why can't it be that? You know, it's, it's all, to them, there is no grey. It's very simple. It's a very simple approach to life. It's a very, I wake up, I have to do this and this is the outcome. And they don't understand the landscape of politics. They don't understand necessarily yeah. the landscape of finances and the pressures and all the rest of it that comes with it. And sometimes I think, wow, they just live an idealist, an idyllic, an idyllic lifestyle because they're allowed to. Yeah, and that, I mean, they're supposed to be able to lead an ideal yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, you know? and I think if, you know, I envy that in them and I try and remind our kids quite often that their landscape's going to change soon enough. Don't try and get there too far. Yeah. 
So That's massive, I, eh? I want my kids to keep that simplistic outlook and and you know embrace being young while they can because yeah. they're going to grow up fast enough. We don't need to help them along that path. Oh man, it already does. Like I'm, you know, I I keep getting these photos coming back up or seeing photos of the kids when all three of them were quite little and going, "Fuck, man!" Like you know, you in your head you just go, "Shit, I spent so much time just trying to get by." In that time, you're like, now it's gone and I'll never get that back. Yeah. Fuck, dude. You and know. that's so, I mean, I'm so grateful. People whinge and complain about technology and all the rest of it, but I'm so grateful for things like Facebook memories and, and yep. Instagram memories and things where you can real quickly and easily go back in time and savour those little videos of Willow walking down to the coffee shop or, yeah. you know, Scarlet getting into the baby's talcum powder or... Yeah, all those little things. <laughs> Addie drawing all over herself with 24-hour stainless <laughs> <laughs> But all those things that my mum and dad didn't have the memory recall or the easy access to be able to go back in time and remember how cute I was as a little person because they never bought out the photo albums and they never sat yeah, there and reminisced. Yeah, yeah. So for me, those things, when they come up, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. And look how cute she was. And, yeah. you know, you get to go back and be a part of that real, real simple outlook from them in those moments as well. And, you know, I guess it for me as well, when I go down those paths, it's a real memory of how far our kids have come. Yeah. And it also, it's that kind of kick up the ass to me that says, Hey, they're present. Yeah. They're, you're going to lose time if you don't refocus and slow down and be in their life. That's the one, that's the one that's kicking me at the moment is seeing those things. It's like, dude, be more present, be more present, be more present. Yeah. Well, and true. And and I'm like, shit. (laughs) it's really easy to get caught up in the 10 things i hate about them yeah 100 percent. because it's hard like you know especially if you've got multiple kids because they're all coming at you once at one at a time so (laughs) you know and that's one of the biggest ones too is like you know coming from that perspective too you want to make sure that you know you're trying to be as even keel but you also need to set some really clear lines otherwise no one's going to survive this shit no you know, and so it's it's a fucking balancing board. Yeah. And and these things, these things, these 10 things are all valid and real. And I'm sure more than not parents are experiencing all of these things. And we laugh about them. But when you're in the thick of it, we're not yeah. laughing. No, no. And a lot of it's like, fuck, man, you know, this is the third catastrophe I've just dealt with. And I've got two more stacked up behind me. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, bro. I just don't have enough catastrophes today. Yeah. I do. I do love it when you're having a conversation with one child and another child just sees fit to go in and answer on your behalf. It's like, well, what the fuck? Hang on. No, No. but you just get over there for a minute. I'll get to you in a second and come back here. So fuck you. (laughs) Let me finish. Yep. No. Never mind. All right. So moving on. Okay. Uh, Someone took a shit in the toilet and didn't flush it. Oh, Dad's the poo fairy in our I'm house. Like, but, well, yeah, I unblock all the fucking blockages. Yeah. But I'm just like, this is not like, this is not one of the world's greatest mysteries. Like, we're not flying in Poirot and Sherlock Holmes and Miss Mabel to come and solve this in a very, you know, eclectic and yet old English style of manner that's going to make us all entertained. No, but, but when just they flush all the do, fucking toilet. Yeah. Just fucking flush it and go about your business. Like, how hard's that? Push the button. Yeah. Turns out you do not need to be offended by the sight of somebody else's business. They just forgot or whatever. 
But then when can I be offended? If oh, my God, I don't care. <laughs> isn't, isn't me as a child being offended my natural born right? Yeah, like, babe, everybody did this thing. <laughs> no one cares, bro. Mind you, I do have to say a lot, like, there are a lot of times where kid, whichever one, and all three of our children are guilty of this, did you flush the toilet? Yep. Really? Yep. Could you go back and check? Mm. And they walk out with a sheepish grin on their face. Well, I just did then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll just sweep this under the table, like don't, under the carpet. Don't worry about this. There's nothing to see here. Moving on. Don't worry about my bad behaviours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you were so adamant you flushed the toilet. Well, I thought I did. But hang on, you were so adamant that you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I thought I did. Yeah. No, you're missing my pocket. Yeah, no. No, don't try and talk logic. No. <laughs> they're not yep. logical people. No, they're <laughs> definitely that... Absolutely, they're not logical people. <laughs> not yet. Yep. Uh, so this next one I've funnily sort of just titled, Oops, I'm upside down in a fence and I need you to help me. And it's just all the randomness. Like, how did this even, I don't even understand how this all happened. I love when kids come to those conclusions, right? So here is an example. One of our kids had a necklace on, took the necklace off, Outside, near the pool fence, went away for the night, made a, a mercy phone call. I've left my necklace down on the swimming pool fence, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you were supposed to go down, find it, didn't, came back. She comes home the next day. She goes down and necklace is on the ground in the grass. Yep. So she comes back up to the house. She goes, I found my necklace, but I really don't understand where it was, why it was where it was. I'm like, okay, why is that? It was on the grass, right? Well. I left it on the fence, unhooked, and then hooked over and around. So there's no way <laughs> the way I left it, it could have just fall. Because I said, oh, maybe the, you know, maybe you've just hung it over the fence and the magpies have picked it up and dropped it, whatever. Yeah. No, it couldn't have happened. No way, absolutely no way could that have happened <laughs> because I absolutely 100% in my mind, I know I unhooked it and I hooked it around over and under. Yeah. So no way could that have. Somebody's absolutely gone down there, unhooked it, hooked it back together again and put it down on the grass and walked away and left it there. Absolutely <laughs> that's what's happened. Yep. Yeah. Where do you go with that? I know. Yeah, it's obviously some overarching conspiracy by the <laughs> fucking – you know, totalitarian government so, of some other country. <laughs> the Martians came down yeah. and unhooked your necklace and they put it on the grass. Yeah. So my only response to that was, do you have your necklace? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yep. See ya. <laughs> Can we stop this conversation now because it's non-consensual? <laughs> like, there is no answer I'm going to give you that's going to equate in your head nah. that works. So this conversation's over. Yep. <laughs> Yep, has to be over. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my shit and somehow, burn the house down. I know, but then I'm the asshole, yeah. right? Because I shut the conversation yeah, down. Yeah, because you didn't validate their issue. Oh, but I don't know how to validate <laughs> it. What do I do? Yes, you're right. No, no, but no. You just walk straight over it. You go, oh, that's because it's not validatable. Your issue is not an actual one. I don't know that so not validatable is a word. No, oh, invalidate, invalidated. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I am not the English Somebody will tell teacher. me. Somebody will tell me I'm wrong. I hope so. Somebody's got to answer that. Is what's what's the actual word for invalidatable? Yeah. Somebody will tell me. <laughs> Any English teacher out there, give us the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. Like when your kids are coming at you with 
with something that you know, even though their adamant is their truth, you know that there's absolutely no Ooh, way. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> there's no way that that was the outcome. There's no way that that's what's happened. I don't know how you how you how you get a win out of that. I just don't. I know. just mostly slow clap till they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you do the you do you do that a lot. It's hilarious. I do. I'm laugh. fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you know, moving on from there, the last one that I'm going to read out because this is one tailored around the end of the day. It's like, guys, it's time for bed. Head in. No, you don't need to find your nail polish. No, you don't need your 10th glass of water. No, you don't need to check outside. There's nothing in the car for you. No, you don't have trouble getting to sleep. And if you do, I'll help you. <laughs> I'll put you outside on the driveway and leave you there. <laughs> yeah, anything. So why do all the concerning issues from the whole day happen in the last five minutes before they're supposed to be in bed or the five minutes after they're supposed to be in bed? An interesting side <laughs> note of that too. It starts from when they're about two. Mm. So from about the age of two, there is this 45 minute to hour and a half dance from oh. the countdown. We're coming into bedtime, right? 15 minutes, go brush your teeth, do whatever you have to do, blah, 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 blah. Get all these things done. From the age of two. Now we've got a 14 year old mm. who still does this dance. Yep. It's bedtime. Why can I hear you in the kitchen? <laughs> Oh, I just had to get a drink. You got told to do that before it was bedtime. Yeah. Why are we now an hour past bedtime and you're getting a drink? Yep. <laughs> and all three of them still do it. And, you know, I've noticed a change in their behaviour too right now because it, it goes, it, it evolves from being oppositionally defiant straight away as a kid. So they're like, can't we have five more minutes? Or no, I don't want to go to bed. To, oh, yeah, it's bedtime. Okay, I'm complying while I go about doing whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, my biggest number one hate. What yes, mum. Yes, mum. Yes, mum. Yeah, yes, like, yes, mum. It's like, you are not listening to a damn word I say. And I just, we <laughs> we just had a very funny conversation with our middle child because we were talking to her about our podcast topic today. Yeah. Things we had about you kids. And <laughs> she goes, well, I want to do the hundred things I hate about parents. I'm like, all right, well, hit me. What's what's one of the things you hate about parents? She's like, you're constant nagging about my bedroom not being clean because <laughs> I like a messy bedroom. I'm like, mm, okay, so I'm just going to ask the question. I don't think you like a messy bedroom. I just don't think you like the fact that you have to put the effort in to keep your bedroom clean. There you go. Yeah, silence, crickets. Yeah. Crickets, fucking <laughs> <laughs> nothing. This whole when you're trying to explain something to a child, and I am very conscious of the fact that I can go into lecture mode. I'm very conscious of that. And so I try not to do that. I try to pull that back. But it doesn't matter if my response is 30 seconds or three minutes. Why do I get this constant blank look from my children and yeah. this monotone, yes, mum? Yeah. Why? What? Okay, but mum, when you say that, do you mean this? Why is there not engagement? Why is there not some level of let me explain to you that I'm understanding <laughs> what you're saying, mum, and therefore we won't have to do this conversation again? Why is repetition of the whole I think clean because your room such a thing? They're like, well, if I start talking engaging, then we might have a longer discussion. I really don't want to have a longer discussion about this. this situation. I just want this over done. and done with. Yeah, that, that's it. Like, let's be done. Let's be done. Yeah, I get it, mum and dad. I fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it again next week. But um, 
da. <laughs> because <laughs> that was my other argument to her this morning, right? Like, you can stop this. Yeah. You you can stop this continuous nagging from me about your bedroom. Oh, but that would take me being proactive. I, well. Yeah. I, no, I, I'm not interested in being proactive because that's effort. <laughs> Ten things I hate. And I'm so busy, though. I'm busy you. watching <laughs> shorts on YouTube or something. Fucking, okay. <laughs> I was pretty important, man. Like. Staring at myself. I've got an important makeup tutorial to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kids. So, you know, but we love them. We do. And, you know, I guess from this, you know, my hope would be keep laughing. And, you know, even though it's frustrating and it's very, very labor intensive in the moments, still have a laugh with each other at the end of the day because we do. And that's Have a laugh with your kids too. Like, I, I think something I do want to touch on. Everything we talk about, so our kids know that we're doing this episode. Yeah. They know we're coming in to talk piss about our relationship with our children because we're laughing about it between us now, but we also have this laugh with our kids as well. Yeah. And it's really important that they understand the balance between where we are serious and where we're having fun. Yeah. Like Scarlett is confident enough with us to go, yeah, well, here's a hundred things I hate about parents yep. and be able to laugh through the bantering of what she wanted to identify with us. Now, that's not saying that she wasn't speaking her truth. She absolutely was. She hates it when I nag yep. her about her bedroom. But we can still laugh about it through the good times. That's it. And this is the importance to owning your worth and doing the work and understanding the boundaries in which you can communicate with each other within the family network. Yep. So my hope to all the parents out there, find the fun with your kids. Yep. You know, to Matt's point before, be present, have a laugh, make sure that those 10 things you hate about being a parent aren't the focus point of your everyday life. Find the balance. Yeah, 100%. Because I I know I find that sometimes those 10 or the, you know, the list of things does get on top of me and I end up getting into a really resentful mindset. So it's really important to pull yourself out of that because they they genuinely are still trying to work their way out through the world. And so, of course, you can't resent them for that process. Yes, it's labor intensive. And yes, you wish it could be slightly different sometimes. But, you know, ultimately, they've got to try and make their way and learn the way that they can. And our job's to help them. That's it. And I, I want my kids to know they can have a laugh with us. I want my kids to know they can talk to us and, and go through the motions. And sometimes, yeah, we're going to clash. And sometimes, yeah, we're going to be disappointed or upset or angry and annoyed. But a lot of the time, we're going to be laughing and nurturing and leading by example. So my hope to all you parents out there, hang in there because you're worth it and so are they. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And they're all silly gooses. They are all silly gooses and they're all pretty much the same, right? Like we talk to a lot of families. (laughs) We interact. That's it. Yeah. And homeschooling environments, schooling environments, sporting environments, parents are doing the same treading water that we're doing every other day. So it's, you know, you are not, your kid is not unique in this space. Your kid is not the worst kid there is. They're just trying to human the best way they know how. And they're looking to you every day for that guidance. So be present. I love you. I love you more. Fuck. (laughs) Hey, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, why don't you head over to caspage.com.au where you can see other information we have to provide and also maybe pick up a copy of our book, My Broken Soldier. Thanks for listening.
This podcast is a My Broken Soldier production.